Welcome to Authentically Me. This is your host, Megan Sines. My purpose is to bring you real, raw, and honest conversations to help uncover the vulnerability in all of you. New episodes every Monday, so leave the judgment at the door because it's time to get authentic. Welcome back. Ah, I feel like so many of you have been dying for an update to hear about Hawaii, and I am so happy to finally share with you. I've honestly sucked at posting because this move has been very overwhelming for me, and there are so many changes. I've also been trying to focus more on just being present with those that I'm around and even within myself. So to just truly feel every emotion in this process and take everything in. I also wanted to shout out my podcast manager, Rhonda, who just had her baby. I am so excited for her and I can't wait to watch her blossom into the best mom ever. All right, so let's get into it. I lived in Spain for three years. I have moved a lot in my life. In fact, I moved so much when I was younger that I was like, I'm never moving this much when I'm older and here I am. So very ironic. I think Spain is the first place that felt like home for me, so it just felt so unreal and weird to be leaving. When I first moved to Spain, I felt like I was placed on this island where it was the first time I lived by myself. I did live with my former spouse, but they were always gone on deployment, so I was always alone. And also, it was the first time I had to deal with like all of my inner children in shadows. So I spent the first year or so learning myself, and I'm so grateful for that space because it's a huge pivotal moment in my life. But I think because of that, it really is made it home to me, and I loved it. So I wanted to give you guys an insight on what it's like to move with the military. And if shit show is not in the verbiage, then it's not the military. Yes, my former spouse was in the military. Well, after you get divorced, there is something called an ERD, which is an early release of dependent or something along those lines. This allows me to go back to the States and it's supposed to be wherever you want. But of course, the military always has restrictions. And since they pay for it, it has to be in their best interest. There are multiple reasons why you can get an ERD, financial reasons, divorce, etc. Hawaii was not on the list of places to go to, so I had them fly me to LAX and then I bought a ticket from LAX to Hawaii myself. However, I had to wait for the military to give me my ticket, which was super last minute to make sure I got the right day. I didn't want to just like book my ticket because if it didn't line up for whatever reason. So, They move everything, so household goods, car, plane ticket, all the good stuff. Dogs are hit or miss, so if there's room and if the temperatures are within the right numbers, but this is extremely hard because during hot months, which it was already super hot in June, so most airlines weren't accepting pets. So most people go through shipping companies for their pets, which is so expensive. So sadly, a lot of dogs get left and put in dog shelters. You will see this all the time on military pages about people giving their dogs away. So it's very important to start saving money like ahead of time. So if you have dogs, because a spot on the plane is never guaranteed. So I would save about $10,000. 
and plan way ahead of time. So you can't do anything until you get your orders. So my partner received her orders in late May and I didn't receive mine until late June. And keep in mind, our flyout date was June 25th. So we call the household goods office and the only day to schedule pickup was May 30th or at the end of July. So we said, well, it has to be May. So we literally had a trip to Barcelona booked already and we weren't supposed to get back in Spain until the 28th of May. So we landed and then hurried up to separate what we could because we had like a cell pile for the things that had European plugs and then the food that we were still going to be eating until we left. So the movers came in to do all the packing, which was super nice. So usually the military gives you orders well in advance or at least you know the date you're leaving ahead of time so that you're able to plan well ahead of time. This is because it takes three to four months to arrive in Hawaii from Spain. Yes, you heard that right. Three to four months. So they let you set up an advanced shipment. And I say advanced like that because this is arriving by plane. So you would think it's much faster and that's what it's supposed to be. But so far it's not. So our advanced shipment is supposed to arrive no later than July 25th. The regular household goods that come by boat are supposed to arrive no later than October something, and then my car is supposed to arrive no later than September 24th. So once again, this is usually done ahead of time, and then you get loaner furniture or stay in a hotel, um, but that's still like four months to live without my stuff, and that's a long time. So we also didn't want to stay in a hotel because Blakely doesn't get along with other dogs. So we hadn't fully merged her with my partner's dog. Everyone does it differently, but this is what worked for us. So we had decided to stay in our house until the very end since our landlords were amazing. So now for the dog stuff. We looked at shipping companies and got a few quotes from them and decided to go with Wolf Airlines. We also called the planes that we knew had temperature-controlled cabins and there were so many issues with that. Basically, it was already too hot to fly them. And Blakely is so big that only certain airlines would fly her size of kennel. So we had to pay half to secure the price. And then you pay the other half like five days before or something like that. They also provide a checklist of everything that needed that's needed within the contract email. So everything was secure and then we would have little roadblocks along the way. Like we couldn't find a refillable water thing for the dog kennels that would fit between their bars. So they have like the bars that they have on their travel kennels and it has to be refillable. Um, we had to order specific bowls for them to eat out of and we're hoping that they would get there in time. Luckily they did. Um, we were told everything was good. And then all of a sudden, they called us and they were like, Blakely's kennel wasn't accepted on the flight from LAX to Hawaii because of the height. So she has a 700 series kennel, which is like the biggest or one of the biggest kennels. So then we were scrambling to search for a kennel that was in between the 500 and the 700 series and stumbled upon the PP90 kennel which is so much bigger. It's like an RV for dogs, but it was the appropriate height. Um, it can't be more than 33 inches. So then we looked on Facebook groups for who was selling one. This is like two weeks out from when we were supposed to leave. So we we're panicking. We contact the company that sells the crates and they said it was going to be more expensive in shipping than it would be for the actual kennel, like to get it to Spain because they're located in the States. So getting Blakely a new kennel was very stressful. We finally found someone on Facebook and paid them, and it turned out to be a scam. So we ended up just shipping one from the actual kennel place to Wolf Airlines place in LA. 
And that worked out. But then four days before we were supposed to leave, we got notified that the kennel was running late. So it was all very stressful. Then the last day we were in Spain, Wolf Airlines messaged us and is like, do the dogs have a harness? And we were like, no, like it wasn't on the checklist. So why should we have it? The dogs have harnesses, but like they got packed with the household goods. So mind you, we don't have a car at this point. Thankfully, we had the best support system of our friends and they let us use their car to go run and grab some harnesses. Um, Now that everything was ready, we're trying to pack everything up and notice that the dog's food won't fit in our luggage. So we had five totes, those like black ones with the yellow lid, two huge suitcases and two small suitcases. So a little bit of backstory on the dog's food. They ate raw food. So we knew ahead of time that we would need to switch them to dehydrated food. So Blakely is allergic to everything. So we had to get this well in advance to try it out and make sure it would work for her. So we asked if they could take the five extra bags with the dogs, and they said yes. The dogs are scheduled to leave the same day as us on Sunday, and then they wouldn't arrive until Tuesday. So it was really nice because they gave us a day, like it would give us a day to ourselves without the dogs. Wolf Airlines ended up messaging us when I I was flying, saying that they couldn't take all the dog's food. So we were like, okay, no problem. Just ship like the extras to us. Like we thought they would at least send one bag with each dog. So the dogs arrive, Blakely's naked, there's nothing on her, no collar, no harness, no leash, and I see dry kibble strapped to her kennel, and her mat is missing, and Finley, my partner's dog, has her harness, but no leash or mat, and I was livid. The people dropping her off had no idea about anything, which made me even more mad, because I'm like, what is going on? Like, what did you feed my dog? Um, so they were like, we don't know. We picked them up and they said they lost everything. I was told Blakely was never given the food and that they just had it strapped to her kennel, like for whatever reason. So I looked into her food bowl and there was the dry kibble. So luckily her collar was zip tied to the side of the kennel. So she had her collar at least. Um, But anyways, we found out later after talking with another person who's part of the Wolf Airlines who was helping us along the whole way. Absolutely amazing. Very apologetic and everything. But I guess another dog didn't have their harness or leash and Blakely was able to be walked without her harness. So they gave her harness to the other dog and went back and forth using Blakely's leash. So they're also going to be reimbursing us for everything missing, and we still need to schedule a call with the owner. So someone on the team was super sweet and dropped off new toys, new harness, and some treats for them. Unfortunately, I would not refer them as an airline for travel, and the girl that was helping us, which was so nice, ended up leaving the company because she was like really upset and disappointed about how the whole process went as well. Before we left, we had a going away party. My going away party was amazing. Well, it was for me and my partner. I felt so much gratitude. I've never been asked if I'm having a going away party. So something in me was like, let's do it. So it was very last minute when everyone came still. Usually I feel like these parties are awkward, but everyone got along and it was seriously incredible to see everyone like getting together and to look up every now and then and just be like, wow, like, look at this community I'm surrounding myself with. Like it was truly beautiful. So now with the flights, I got the tickets, didn't look at the date, just the time, got super excited. So how it works is that you send an email usually to, it's called Sado and they're the ones that book all of the flights for the military. So it's a lot easier if you have everything in 
like gear together. So I sent my flights the exact flights that I wanted. So when I opened the tickets, I saw the time and I was like, oh, amazing. Then we go to check in and it's like, you can't check in. So I'm like, what is going on? So I look at the ticket and it says Monday, not Sunday. So the place for tickets was closed since it's Saturday and they have an emergency line. So I call, but every time I call, it's an hour or longer wait. Then they're like, we need approval. So I had to email someone and they kept telling me to call back. So every time I would call, they would give me a different answer. So I'm trying to pack while on hold all day, trying to see if I can even get my ticket changed or what I'll do because we had to be out of the house by that Sunday. So long story short, they told me I had new tickets that I didn't receive. So they told me to call two hours before my flight if I hadn't received them. So I did call two hours before my flight, like they said, and they sent me the same exact tickets that I originally had. So I was very upset, to say the least. I surrendered to the universe, and luckily my friend Allie had no problem with me staying with her. I also had multiple other friends offer me rides and a place to stay, so I just felt really loved even though the circumstances did not work out how I planned. Uh, But in the end, I was still getting to Hawaii, so it didn't matter. Um, So the day, the flying day, the dogs were supposed to leave at 5.30. They were late, didn't leave until after 6 a.m. I scheduled a taxi a few days before and the taxi never showed. Luckily, my friend Allie was a saint and she was already awake since she was supposed to pick me up from the airport since I wasn't leaving that day and I was just helping my partner with her luggage. She came and got my luggage at 5.30 a.m. and then everyone needs an alley in their life. And then when the taxi no-showed, she took all of her kids' stuff out of her car and came back to get us. And then we loaded up my partner's luggage and went to the airport. So once at the airport, some totes were actually too heavy. So I took those back with me so that I could play Tetris again. It actually worked out that I wasn't going until the next day for this exact reason, because it would have been really stressful to try and take off like take out everything at the airport and make it all work there so that was a blessing in disguise so then I went to my friend Allie's house and I hung out there it also worked out because I was going to the store to grab some snacks for me to have on my plane ride um so the day of my flight I traveled for 23 hours the second plane was so nice and big they provided a pillow and a blanket which was super nice I flew through Iberia. They provided a snack, a main meal, and another snack. So you can put in recommendations for vegan or vegetarian or gluten-free, and they were actually really good meals. I loved it. Then my last flight also had a meal, and that one, I don't know if you can put a preference in. Honestly, I flew through Hawaiian Airlines. I honestly forgot because everything was just crazy, but they also had really good food. Um, My first flight, I sat at the airport with so much gratitude, thinking about how I was going to miss hearing all the different languages and the diversity and just watching different families. And it was truly just beautiful. I thought about like how weird it was going to be going to the grocery stores and it being in English, not Spanish, or going to Walmart or Target where they have everything in one spot. I thought about how I would like to take with me how in Spain you always drink tea or coffee and you meet up with presence and intention. It's not like in the States where you're just like, hey, I'm just going to meet up with you for this. Like you're really meeting with someone to like have a genuine conversation and you're always offered tea or coffee. 
Um, the only word that kept coming to me was unreal. I started crying on takeoff from the Hareth airport because I was so emotional. I just saw the Hareth sign and started crying. I remember like I mumbled to myself, I'm going to miss Spain so much. I had so much gratitude for everything I went through, like so many emotions. I'd be sad and then happy thinking about reuniting with friends and then a ton of anxiety about the state. I was so bored on my flight. I was trying not to sleep too much because I landed at 9, 10 p.m. Hawaiian time and I wanted to be able to sleep and get on a schedule. But they had a lot of different movies and games, so that was nice. When I landed, it was the quietest airport I've ever been to. It was so peaceful. The energy was so different. I actually ended up getting sick three days after I landed, and it was horrible. Our house doesn't have AC, and Hawaii is wet, humid, and so gross, so I was dying. I was literally overheating. Like, I was on medicine around the clock, and nothing was helping. So finally, after talking to my best friend, she suggested I take a cold bath, so that's what I did, and it was the only thing that helped. I kept getting in and out of the cold showers and cold baths. Suddenly, Anne has not been easy for me, and honestly, Hawaii is so overrated. I really miss Europe. I thought it would be an easy adjustment for me since I've lived in the States before, but it's not. So here are some things I've been trying to adjust to. So driving, there's lights instead of roundabouts. Spain and Europe have very few lights and mostly roundabouts. We don't have a car and Uber is super expensive. So we have gotten a rental car a few times to explore. But other than that, like we've been stuck at home and nothing is really walkable here. So that's made it really hard. I walked outside without pants on one day and I didn't even realize it. Luckily, it was like 5 a.m. But still in Spain, there's super high walls. So you can't see into anyone's yard. And I honestly wasn't thinking. I just like walked outside. Um, the amount of options for everything is so overwhelming, but they don't have vegan gluten-free fast food, which was actually shocking to me. Um, I've seen a lot of gluten-free vegan, but I can't have rice or corn. And unfortunately that's in like mostly every gluten-free product. So I will continue making majority of my own stuff. Um, it's crazy how my taste buds have changed since being back in the States. Things I used to buy and loved, I like they no longer taste good. The microwave and voltage are way different. I'm used to microwaving something for five minutes again and again, but here it's like 30 seconds and it's super hot. People coming up to check on us every second in stores and while eating, we have to leave tips again. In Europe, you seat yourself unless it's a super popular place and it's a weekend, then you might need to make a reservation. And they also don't bother you in stores. Like there's no bothering. Nobody's coming up to you. You're just doing your own thing. There's also no tipping anyone, although leaving a one euro tip is like $10 to them. There's cameras and cops everywhere here and all the signs on the road. There's like six lanes on the freeway and traffic. There's very little traffic in Spain. It honestly gives me so much anxiety to drive here. The traffic is like the second highest in the U.S. The humidity is disgusting. I am not a hot person. I very much prefer cold environments, so it has been a huge adjustment for me. Public transportation isn't as accessible here. The fact that I have to go to six different stores to find tater tots without a bunch of crap in them, and then I ended up just like going to base anyways. Another one is the prices for groceries. It is so expensive here. Costco is the way to go from what I have heard. So that's what I'm sticking to. And then I'll be looking for anything on sale. 
We don't have our stuff yet, so it honestly feels like we're camping, but it definitely makes me feel grateful like once I get my stuff and I will be sleeping in my bed for a week straight because I am so sick of sleeping on an air mattress. Also allows me, I think, moving to throw stuff away, just realize like you can really live minimalist and it will work out because I only have a suitcase right now. And then our neighbor, which is also our landlord, is super nice and has been giving us like dishes and stuff so that we feel like we're at home and they're just so nice. There are cockroaches everywhere here. I am not a fan at all. I cockroaches and snakes I don't do so like this is just a lot for me there's one night one was crawling on me and I literally almost lit the house on fire like I can't do it I honestly don't understand the hype about Hawaii it seems very touristy but maybe like once I'm here for longer that will change locals have also told me that other islands will be better for me um so I had my first shaved ice which was fun and a fun fact is they add condensed milk to their shaved ice here. So obviously not vegan, but I did find a place that didn't do that and it was so good. I also had my first coconut, which was amazing. I normally don't like coconut water, but it was so good. Here's some things that I would do differently. I'm not sure if I would bring totes because they were a little hard to move and I would definitely double check every airline weight restrictions because Hawaiian had the lowest weight available, so I had to pay like $150 in fees just to get that over here. Also, almost all of them broke, so yeah, I'm just not sure about that, but I don't know if it's because ours were old and they were like sitting outside. I'm definitely not working at least a month before. It is way too stressful. Probably get a hotel or an Airbnb instead of staying at the house because it's so hard to clean a house while you are living in it and have two dogs. I would also ship my stuff earlier, at least four to six months. That way I have my stuff in my car when I arrive. So if you're moving from overseas to the States, I've linked everything down below in the show notes for you to make your life easier as pertaining to dogs, like what bowls, mats, and food, the dehydrated food and all that stuff. So thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to set up my house per Vatsu, so definitely stay tuned for that reveal and episode that will explain all about Vatsu and how to set up your own house. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to always create a safe space to be vulnerable in. And if you benefited from this episode in any way, the best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team. Or even better, drop me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, I love being a resource to you on Instagram at Heal with Megan. I can't wait to share space with you all again next week. Sending you all love and healing.